Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh. Hey, guys. Bill Spadia here with my podcast co-hosts, Jay Black and Jessica Gibson. What's going on, guys? How are you? Hi. So, <laughs> you guys. We had we Jessica, you just before the recording started, uh, you just got interviewed by Jay's family. Right. Yes. <laughs> and and what did it, now you are like a hundred months pregnant now? Yes, there's a baby in my belly. It's the size of a basketball and it could come out at any minute. So when are you officially due? On August fifth. So I so have some it's time. now. But I told I was telling Jay that my friend is due the same week as me and she's in the hospital having a baby right now. So well, how do you feel? You look good. You look relaxed. Oh well, I took a Benadryl last night and slept for the first time in a month. So good, good for you. <laughs> I was like Benadryl is like magic. Well, you know what I discovered about Benadryl is that if you have I, I forget exactly what it is, like ADHD some sort of three-letter or four-letter childhood syndrome. Benadryl does the opposite of what it's supposed to do. So, like, for me, Benadryl is like you, it's like getting hit with, like, an elephant tranquilizer. I'm out and I'm happy. But I gave it to my son one night when he was, like, five and he couldn't sleep because of a cold. And he started, like, bouncing off the walls, really? screaming at full volume. And I was like, well, this did the opposite of what it intended to do. So I, I have to be careful with my son and Benadryl. Uh, you know, I, that's disappointing to hear that. And that's a shame because if, if, if it helps a pregnant woman get a night's sleep, it, ha it has helped many a spadia child get through a long flight. Yep. And it uh, also saved my dog's life. When the dog got into the turkey trash... And we found out at three in the morning that she had a turkey allergy, as some dogs do. Wow. The 24-hour vet said, just give her Benadryl. She'll be fine. So literally, we got up at three in the morning. Uh, my brother-in-law and I somehow stirred and found ourselves back in the kitchen. And we're looking at the dog. And the dog's face is blown up like this. And I thought it was still the bourbon, which had not fully worn off mm. uh, from my dinner, that I was just not seeing straight. And I looked at him like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? And it was like her face just puffed out. It was like flat. It was unbelievable. Benadryl within an hour. Dog was fine. Benadryl, sp the new sponsor of the speaking podcast. <laughs> All the wonderful yeah, yeah. things that Benadryl does. <laughs> All right. So I um, I wanted to ask you guys that uh, we how what episode is this? Because I find myself going back and linking past episodes to make certain points in my articles on nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Uh, and like today, again, I used episode 55. Do you know what episode 55 was? No, no. Probably something involving pornography, if I had to make a guess. Close, close. It was, the, it was Lynn Regan and Daniel Regan telling their story of how she saved his life, and then they started CFC loud and clear arguably one of our most powerful episodes that we've ever done yes 
Well, right up there with hentai, I would say. I knew you were going there. Jessica, I could have predicted that. If I had bet on that, I would have had a winning prop bet on how quickly after I mentioned the important earth-changing, uh, wildly serious episode 55, that hentai would come in next. Hentai was our first episode. Wasn't it? That may have been an episode where we're like, Jay can't come today. We have to talk about something serious. <laughs> well, I, you know, Bill, you you know me very well now, and I, I know this because when uh, I told my wife this story, and she was like, "Oh, Bill has your number." When we were talking on the phone I, last week, I was performing at the Stress Factory, and there was a photographer who came, and he, I think he's like an independent photographer that just takes pictures of the people on stage and then tries to sell you those pictures afterwards. So mm -hmm. I was talking yeah. to Bill. And uh, the guy came up and he was like, oh, Jay, it's Bobby Banks, here's my card. And uh, I was like, oh, great, great, no, I'll definitely call you. And at, the whole time I'm conversing with the guy, Bill's in my ear going, no, you won't. You're not gonna call him. You don't know his name. You forgot his name. Tell me you forgot his name. You did not keep the card. Did you keep the card, Jay? I was like, I'm gonna throw the card immediately out, yes. Uh, so yeah, Bill, you, you got me. Yeah, you, your good friend prediction. Kevin Nealon at the Stress Factory too. Was that? What's was that? it your friend Kevin Nealon at the Stress Factory too? It was me and Kevin Nealon. Yeah, we were uh, we were there Tuesday and Wednesday of last Wait, week. Wait, what happened to your opener? You had you had no host. So yeah, Vinny Brand uh, was hosting uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, but Tuesday he had to drop out because his wife hurt her shoulder. And wow, uh, is she all right? She's fine. Yeah, I, I saw him Wednesday. He came like he was supposed to Wednesday and said she's. She's doing all right. But, you know, that's one actually uh, something I really like about Vinny Brand. Like, he actually does care about his family, which makes him like uh, he, he does. 0.01% of comedians across the country where he's like, I actually care what's going on in my family's life, which is have you, odd. Have you played his, um, his Connecticut show I yet? I have played his Connecticut room. Uh, well, it's a nice room. It's beautiful. It's got a balcony, right? It's got a balcony. I think it does. I think so. Yeah. I've not been there. I was rolling with it, the pictures. But my son, Michael, uh, who worked for Vinny, worked at the Stress Factory, was there opening night. And it was funny because, so it's opening night at uh, the new Stress Factory in, uh, in Connecticut. And Andrew Dice Clay is the act. And Vinny's like, Michael, are you excited? Andrew Dice Clay. What do you think my son said? Who? Who's that? <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, that was my, my son. And, my son and I watched that movie Freaky. You know the, the movie. Have you heard about this? No. One of the best pitches of all time. It was a one-word pitch. You ready for the pitch? Freaky yeah. Friday, the thirteenth, about a girl and a murderer who switch bodies, like Freaky Friday. Except oh, the girl's a high school girl, he's a crazy monster, and they switch bodies. So the guy playing the Jason Voorhees character is Vince Vaughn. So he's got to be a girl through 90% of the movie, a teenage girl. <laughs> it is one, real fast, high endorsement. It's on HBO Max right now. It is so much fun. Check it out. Wait, it's but, really a, it's a real show or this is just an idea? No, no, it's a real movie. This is an actual movie. I was complimenting the writer on the pitch because it, like there's a couple of legendary pitches in Hollywood. That's one. Another one was, how, and you'll like this, Bill, how James Cameron uh, pitched Alien, uh, Aliens. So he went into the room to Fox and he wrote Alien and then he added an S and then he waited a second. He turned the S into a dollar sign. 
And that was his whole pitch. And Fox was like, you got the movie. Go. Here's $6 million. So uh, anyway, Friday the 13th, Fri Freaky Friday the 13th, Vince Vaughn's a girl through the whole movie. It's hilarious. At the, like, three quarters of the way through the movie, my son was like, this movie is great. Who is that guy? He's so funny, that guy. And I was like, right. it's Vince Vaughn. How do you not know who he's a huge star? And I realized even him, who's in his 50s, might as well be George Burns to my now 14-year-old son. That's how distant he is from any kind of conception of him. I think that's amazing. What did Vince Vaughn got his what was his breakout movie? Swingers. Wedding, wedding planners? Well, wedding planners is his biggest hit, but Swingers is by far his first. Is and that his first? That was it? Swing. I don't remember oh, if I saw it. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wedding Crashers was a big one, but for me it's Vince Vaughn. And Vin, that oh, actually By the way, Jay, tell Chris, um, congratulations on the room. This is the first time I'm seeing this room in a while. And whatever you guys have done, I like the piano. There's a little desk thing going on. Uh, beats the falling down shelves, and that you know. So it's it's. Uh, we, we I like it. I like the yeah, a little. Uh, it's a lot of, of in the back. I like it. Well, Swingers, by the way, not just a great movie. It also taught me a lot about women. Um, Jessica, he went right past that. Yeah. We already talked about it before we started the podcast. Yeah. I got the whole download on the uh, piano situation too. I don't want to talk about the piano situation. <laughs> Uh, so that was only for the non-recorded part I, of this? I'll tell you the, the problem with the piano. I play piano like other people play video games. And yeah. my wife doesn't I like when, there's, when I have responsibilities that I'm ignoring to play the piano, which is reasonable. Oh, 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 oh. But what I the thing that's upsetting to me, is, and it's just sort of, it's adulthood. It's nobody's fault. It's just adulthood. There's always responsibilities. So like you play and you're like, I, every time I'm playing now, it's in my head like I'm ignoring something. So but you turn around and there's so much progress in this room that you could actually see mm -hmm. that it's not like you've done nothing. Like you can actually Jessica, see all the progress. Yes, that was my point. Like, remember, Jessica, when we started this, there was like a falling down shelf and there was an old couch and I think there was a hobo in the corner. I mean, it was all kinds of that stuff was going me, on. Bill, that was me. I was the hobo. Uh, <laughs> no, I'd say it's my modus operandi, Bill. Set the bar super duper crazy low and then look like a gymnast when I step over it. You know, like- Now, Chris uh, is back in the frame, tell her. I'm, I'm complimenting the great setup, I'm crediting her. That it's much better than it was. Oh. Chris, it's clearly your doing. Everything, the I'm piano. Not ah, ah, with ah. It. The piano thing. Yeah, what is with the piano thing? I like right the piano. I agree with you. I'm not saying that like, there's always things to be done. I will come home, there'll be three starving children Dishes so high I can't even use the faucet, and I will be. And he's playing piano. I'll hear this delightful sound coming from the other room. So like, I think responsibility. I'm like, like a fire could be going on type of responsibility. And I just yeah. learned uh, just a friend by Bismarck Key. So you know, it's a give and take. <laughs> and you say he's just a friend, You're Jessica. A friend sing it. Anyway, yes, that's the current situation with the back to Vince Vaughn and Swingers. Oh, you back learned to about Vaughn and Swingers. I have a question about Freaky Friday. Yes, Freaky okay. Friday. No, Free Friday. Freaky is the name of the movie. Freaky the Friday the Thirteenth was the pitch. Friday the Thirteenth could very well be the baby's birthday. Do I ask <gasps> the doctor to avoid that? Because no, Jessica, that is the luckiest thing that could possibly happen. It is 
my lucky day since I was a kid. I love Friday the 13th. As a matter of fact, I am purposefully starting my trek across the country in the RV on Friday the 13th. You're not supposed to start things on a Friday if you're Catholic, apparently. I've been reading all this crap about superstitions on the 13th. Friday the 13th comes from Catholicism, right? Yeah, the 13th guest, no good. Yeah, the 13th guest at Jesus' party was the one who killed him. So Friday the 13th is doubly bad because the day Jesus died was the day Judas died. I reject all superstition. And actually, no, I embrace superstition to the point of turning it to a positive. I have embraced Friday the 13th as the best day to start anything. So I am literally, now, if something were to happen to me on this trip, we will remember this podcast and maybe play it at my funeral or whatever it is and just say, look, he thought he could buck the whole system and reject the the uh, paranoia of Friday the 13th, started the RV trip and ended up off a cliff or whatever happens. So it could happen. Yeah, no, Bill, I'm with you. I'm very famous for challenging God to kill me before a trip. And uh, so far, J Black won, God zero. That's all I'm saying. See, now that I wouldn't do. Jessica, does that not give you a little like, uh uh-oh, like don't say that. No, God can't kill me. I'm invincible. I just don't want it in my head that day. Like, and I know my doctor was like, oh, you could be induced the end of the following week. So I'm like, so Friday the 13th, um, do you just want to like, is it because no one else wants to go in that day? Okay, great. I I think it's, what a a great story. I'm now rooting for Friday the 13th. I am now pushing on it and I think we need a, we need a bet. We need an over under, Jay. Well, well, there's no such thing as a bet when she can choose which day to be induced. (laughs) Well, we don't know what day she's gonna choose. I'm, so I'm just, I'm going to bet, I'm not gonna bet on Jessica on that. <laughs> Here's what I think is going to happen. She will have her baby August 3rd. Fingers crossed. That's my day. That's my you day. You got to take an earlier date so that I don't get upset. Wait, Otherwise, I'll take Jessica, a wait. Are you, you're saying you're due, when is your due date? The 5th. So. Yeah, I mean, there's no way it'll be Friday the 3rd. It's too far, right? No, yeah, no, it's the 5th, so. If it goes a week past, it'll induce me, so it could easily be the 13th is the day of the baby's birthday. Like, it could easily be midnight on the 13th. So there's a, a week there's, after the baby? Really? Yeah. The, my my uh, last kid was a week late, and yeah. uh, when they're late, they start to poop inside of the uterus, you know. And okay. uh, up, till, up till nine months, they don't poop, but then after, they start pooping. And, uh, you know, they have a word for it. It's, I forget the word. They don't call it poop. They call it some technical word, but it's really just poop. Marconium. Yeah, that's in their mouth. Uh, yeah. so, so my other two kids I'm just out. What was that, Bill? You cut out. Well, I'm reading now. Now you've got me down a rabbit hole. I'm into Friday the 13th on history.com. Oh, okay. So it's interesting. It actually goes back. Listen to this. Uh, goes back to even the 12 gods of Olympus and the 12 tribes of Israel. Hmm. So it's literally in human history. So, the, so that's so interesting. Bill, you're, you're breaking up. God is trying to stop you from talking, Bill. He doesn't want this info out. He's breaking up because he's talking about Friday the 13th. So <laughs> 
I, look, I am a huge backer of Friday the 13th. I think we'll be so lucky. I hope that if one day I'm blessed with grandchildren, one of them is born on Friday the 13th. That's all I can say. Did you know you airplanes, airplanes don't even have a 13th row in them in both right. seats? I didn't know that. That's crazy. Right. There's no, there's a lot of, I don't have 13th floor. 13th row forever. Which is insane. Now, funny, funny, funny. I lived on the 13th floor. My dorm at BU, where I met my wife, even though we did not date for seven years after we met, we were friends. We met on the 13th floor of Rich Hall in, in Boston University. So see, 13. I just think it's funny. Apparently BU. A building called Rich Hall. Yeah, I know. What? You remember Rich Hall, the inventor of Sniglets? Like, when you say Rich Hall, I'm like, oh, the comedian, Rich Hall. Rich, I lived in Rich Hall at BU. Yeah. I remember Sniglets. Sniglets. We were way off track. Where did we start? I was, well, there's Vince Vaughn. There was poop in my baby's mouth. We, Let's we, go back we, to Vince Vaughn. What were you saying about Vince? Okay, so... I knew this girl, Sheila, in college, huge feminist girl, very hippie-esque, you know, like a lot of patchouli oil. I liked Sheila well enough. We were both English majors and Swingers came out and Swingers, there was Mikey. Remember, Mikey was like the nice guy, but kind of a doofus. And Vince Vaughn was the like awful womanizer who treated women like uh, disposable creatures just to have sex with. What year was this? 1997. Uh, so it might've been, no, it was 97. I'm almost positive. Um, so it was, uh, uh, I was talking to Sheila and I was like, oh, I went to go see that movie Swingers. And she's like, oh my God, I love that movie. I would let Vince Vaughn do whatever he wanted to me. And I was like, whoa, 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 Sheila, wait a second. You are the most feminist human I know. You talk up in class all the time about how terrible men are and how you don't like guys like this. And she was like, I know but I would still let him do whatever he wanted to me. And I was like, okay, got it. If you look like Vince Vaughn did in 1997, feminism does not apply. Thank you, Sheila. I got it. Moving on. So Sheila, you taught me about women and Vince Vaughn in the late 90s. I appreciate it. Interesting. Yeah. All right. I get that. But what does that teach you, though? Is, it, is, is, is that it's only about looks? See, I think it's about that cavalier attitude that Vince Vaughn has. It's well, his no, much it's, personality. What it taught me is that people can have a large divide between what they intellectualize and what they feel bodily. Meaning that there are people out there that will have lots and lots of thoughts about the way the world should work, but when it applies to them specifically in a very real way, all of those thoughts go out the window, which is to say she hates everything Vince Vaughn stands for. But if Vince Vaughn said, hey, how about a one night stand? She would be out of her clothes before he got to the D and stand. That to me is very illustrative about the way people think, not just women, all people, but specifically women in 1997 to young Vince Vaughn. Are you looking them up, uh, Jessica? Do you agree with the evaluation? I just feel like there was, like, I don't think my generation thinks of him as like such a sex symbol. Right. Well, that's where he started with my, my group. So, you know, Vince Vaughn and Swingers, you know, beautiful baby. He fits the prototype of, do I like, like, is he cute? Do I like him? Or is he just really tall? Well, that's actually the way my wife, that was actually in my, my wife's uh, vows to me at her wedding. <laughs> well, I like you because you're, you're just tall. I don't know. Who can say? Let's get married. 
Wow. I, where, where did this whole thing start? We covered um, any conversation that starts with hentai, drug addiction, Vince Vaughn, and sex on the spot before a guy finishes a sentence. And also a poop in the world. mouth. Oh, the pooping thing is disgusting. It's I, it you know, poop was a conversation on the radio today. People because poop. Eric Scott had a hydroponics garden in his living room. Ew. Of course he did. And, and what's interesting, so hydroponics, right, you grow, the plants grow in water, That's right? So you water. can grow vegetables. So I want one, and so I'm learning about it. But I understood that it operated because fish swam under the, the and, and, and fertilized essentially the water okay. because they poop. But there are no there are no fish in his tank, so it's all done through. I don't know. He poops in the tank. He's got his toilet hooked up to his hydroponic farm. It's like a, Eric Scott lives in a terrarium, Bill. It's hermetically sealed. It produces all the oxygen, food that he needs, and it just recycles. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> that's it all right i think we'll leave it right there hey look so um always good to catch up this is going to drop on when jay uh, uh, wait on august 4th the day before jessica is due and two days before three days before maybe we're due bill we can't say can we say or can't we not say i think we can say because it's going to drop next week that, uh, well, I will let you make this announcement, Mr. Black. Well, if everything goes as planned, because we're doing something called with deliverables now, but uh, should all those things happen, August 7th, which is Saturday, our movie will be on the Lifetime channel. Psycho Storm Chaser, everybody. Turn it on right now if you're listening. Turn off the podcast. Turn on Psycho Storm Chaser. So both of our babies are being delivered, Jessica. Yeah. Two babies delivered next week. That's right. <laughs> Let's hope that Baby Gibson and Jessica are watching this from their comfortable view at the hospital, having delivered two days earlier on time. That's what Thank I you hope. For providing content for while I sit around the house watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> for you, we Jessica. Got, we got you covered. Now, the other thing is next week we go into pre production of our next movie, but we'll have to talk about that uh, at a later date. But all good things coming. So, Let's regroup on Wednesday if we can. Or actually, can we do Tuesday the 3rd? Well, we can if Jessica isn't giving birth to a baby, I would imagine. Yeah. All right. So let's let's say, can we do 3 o'clock as long as there's no uh, baby in the way? Yeah. Sounds good. I love it. We'll see. All right, guys. So I, I am betting on an on-time delivery. Jessica, I think you are organized. You've got it together. You're going to be like, all right, here's how it's going to work. And kids coming out. Any, we should really bet on a time. This is going to be an evening baby, a morning baby, an afternoon baby. I'm thinking middle of the night. That's my bet. Yeah, worst possible time, like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. You'll be laying in bed, better drilled out. The next thing you know, you'll feel like a baby punch up through your belly going, now's the time. Let's go. I'm not taking that much better drill. I just was able to sleep in today. So I took it. <laughs> I love it. The doctor gave right, me guys. okay. She's like, it's a little, don't take it every day, but if you want to, take yeah, the deal. No, I, listen, I, take, I take it three times a day every day. I'm good. Do what you got to do. Yeah. All right, guys. Till next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Congratulations. Thanks. You too.
Thanks, bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.